Just having business data isn't enough. But ZoomInfo leverages that data to unlock useful insights, like who to reach and how to reach them, so you can grow your business. Unlock insights at ZoomInfo.com. ZoomInfo, how business goes to market. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smart Water Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Hello, friends. My name is... Jed Mishu, and I'm a writer for MMAfighting.com, the greatest website in the world. And I'm so excited because today we are bringing you something a little bit different. The 2022 MMA Fantasy Draft. What is that, you might ask? Well, we'll get to that in a little bit. But first, let me introduce to you a panel of esteemed colleagues who are going to come with me on this journey. Got four gentlemen joining me, also from MMAfighting.com, the world's greatest website. Mr. Damon Martin. Mike Heck, Sean Alshadi, and the Prince of Positivity himself, A.K. Lee. Fellas, how we doing? Hello. Doing well, doing well. I have no idea what we're about to do here, and I'm still a little confused, so I'm very excited. What is a draft? <laughs> <laughs> what is what is what is a fantasy? Uh, we've, spent, we've spent an hour talking about the rules so far. Oh, okay. I I'm don't sorry. feel like I know the yeah, rules. Yeah, sorry. I, was, I, I, I just lost my attention. We haven't come to consensus yet. So for all you listening, what we're going to do here today is the start of the 2022 NFL draft. And sure, the NFL and MMA have almost nothing in common, but for the fact that, you know, prominent NFL washouts seem to make their way to our sport with relative frequency. But I love football and I love the draft process. It's just it's just a really fun time of year where where hope reigns. Anything can happen. Possibilities are endless. And I wanted to do something like that with MMA. I, I wrote a piece last year for, for their MMAfighting.com, uh, but I did it all by myself. I had a lot of fun, and I wanted to bring some more people in. And so this year, we've got a crew together, uh, and we are going to fantasy draft our top 25 MMA fighters in the world, basically. Uh, it's going to be really simple. Uh, the rules are each of us will take the reins of one mixed martial arts organization, Uh I'm going to say they're the top five in the world, though I'm sure somebody will will argue with this ranking. But we've got Eagle FC, 1FC, PFL, Bellator, and the UFC. Each of us will represent one. And we are going to draft essentially fighters to our organization. A couple of key stipulations. All fighters are available to draft. So anyone who is active or not, you can draft Habib if you want to. But... Whether he fights or not is you're going to have to work that through with your potential fighter in this scenario. So uh, when you draft him, you lock them into a five-year promotional contract. Same with NFL first rounders. Uh, they You get the exclusive promotional rights, but you also still have to get them to play for you, right? So drafting John Jones, high-value guy. Maybe he brings a lot to the table. Also, maybe he fails a drug test. Maybe he gets arrested. Maybe he sits out for two years because he pretends he's going to go be a heavyweight we haven't seen him actually do that. So risk reward, gentlemen, that's where we're at here. 
at the end of it, any fighter who is not drafted, they will revert to the organization they currently compete under. Uh, and then, you know, because w- what are we doing this for if not to have winners and losers? Uh, we're going to put it up, put it put it to the fans, to the listeners, have them judge who's who who made out like a bandit, who succeeded the most, who has set their organization up uh, to have a strong future five years. Uh, maybe, AK, I know you're a man who loves polls. Maybe, maybe you can help us out, create, create some polls for the fans, and that's how we'll decide to. a winner. I would love to do that. So I, I have mean, a couple of questions right off the bat. I was bat. about to say, where are we at on the questions? So question number one. So essentially everybody who doesn't get drafted rescinds back to their original ownership, basically, yeah, right? Or umbrella. So like yeah. if I if for example, if I'm PFL, do I need to like get ahead of it and draft Kayla Harrison to protect her? Like, is that how this works? It's a so because I'm gonna, you know, peel the curtain back here a little early. I am representing the PFL. <laughs> And I am thinking that exact question over because on the one hand, if I can skate through five rounds and no one takes her and I can just, you know, pull in some talent, maybe a Chris Cyborg, create those kind of fights, then I've won. But if I go ahead and draft Cyborg in the first round and then somebody snakes Kayla out for me, well, I have just screwed myself in horrendous fashion. So it's it's a gamble. But if if you can pull it off, that's going to be a big success for you. So, so you should, I guess you can you, draft you your can own def- person. You can defend your, your position because, I mean, frankly, AK is going to be mostly defending his position as, as the UFC representative, or he is just going to let a lot of talent walk out the UFC doors. The brand is so powerful. I may just draft <laughs> nobody. I may pass on all my picks just to see, just, just to show that it's going to carry on no matter what. Take 25 of my best guys. I don't care. It's true. You can pretty much just replace them instantaneously with contender series guys making 10 and 10. This Probably is, less is, money, too. Yeah. This whole draft thing is a great cost-saving measure. I love it. We just <laughs> <try> it. <laughs> uh, other questions? Wow. None for me. None for me. We spent so much time talking about it yesterday. I feel like I'm ready. Yeah, I, I think like we're going to have more up. as we go. I, yeah, I still, exactly. I, okay, I'm gonna jump back in because I still have at least one oh, more question. I was, I was letting the floor go so I didn't just barrage it. So, the goal I'm not creating just one super event, right? Like, I'm trying to set up for like five years of events, or so, like, I don't understand. If I draft Conor McGregor, am I not guaranteed a Conor McGregor fight? Because, like, what does that mean? I'm hypothetically negotiating you, with him. You're, you're still gonna have to negotiate with him because you can't. I don't know if you know this, Sean. You're not allowed to force people to work or fight. That's, <laughs> That's preposterous. There are pretty strong laws against both of those things. Uh, but you can own his promotional contract. So, you know, maybe maybe you take him, and then it's just on you to negotiate with him. You know, okay. if you're not the UFC, it's probably a lot easier to negotiate with Connor, frankly, because you're just like, whatever you say, yes. Okay. Sure. But well, that's... I- Last question then. Connor may get arrested because that's a thing that Connor has historically done. (laughs) Last question. Trades. Yay, nay? Oh, I'm all for the chaos hammer. Anarchy abound. You I you pitch a trade and that's it's on to you. If if you can make a trade happen, let's make it go. All right, I like that. Let's go. All right. Uh so we have no more questions. Oh no, wait. Oh, regarding the trade thing. 
are we only talking about trading guys that we have drafted, uh, guys and gals that we have drafted today? Or are you saying oh, anyone that, or anyone that's, question. Anyone that's technically on the roster until someone else takes them? I feel like you can draft anyone that's on the roster, but if someone else takes them, then the receiving no, no. party of that. So I'm saying, like, oh, that's confusing. UFC, uh-huh. But if if there's still an open draft out there, like it's it's a bit dangerous, right? If I'm if I'm trading with you to accept, oh, you're gonna throw in Dustin Poirier in this trade, and then two picks down the line, Mike takes Poirier. That that feels like that. Then what happens to my? Then trade? what do we do? Yeah. Oh, then, then, oh, then only the, only the person receiving that fighter gets screwed. Seems like that. That's how we should run this. Oh my gosh. Oh, I, okay. That's tricky. That's spicy. I like that. It seems like how we should run this. Or you could put Stips on the trade. So, you know, I would take, you're <laughs> oh going to trade me Dustin Poirier, AK, but if Poirier is no longer under contract with you by the end of the draft, mm, instead mm. I will get my choice of two top 15 featherweights or wow. whatever it is that I want. Okay. This is going to get, okay. So essentially it seems like there's two ways we could approach this. One is to go the, the long road, like to play the long game of get like young guys, young women who are going to grow into something in five years or just go all out short term gain, like big event, just get the superstars. Pretty much. Mike, what you got? So kind of building upon that question, is this going to be an annual thing? Like if we draft five people so. now, do we oh, keep those five like people for next thing. year's like draft? <laughs> that, I love that idea. Um, you know, I'm going to answer this very simply that I have to, I still have to be employed by MMAfighting.com <laughs> next year. But if I am, with that stipulation in mind, I would say for sure, let's add that role in. That's, that's, I was going to say, we also have to be alive. That was more my concern. I mean, yeah. employed, also, that I'm employed. But get a beneficiary. That Just get him on the books. Of like, <laughs> what if I'm PFL and I draft, you know, Chris Cyborg, and then next year Chris Cyborg's with somebody else? Like, is how does that ownership transfer? I don't know. We can cross Ooh. that bridge when we get there. It doesn't matter. I feel like you just get to hold your ownership uh, if if you've made the draft and we're doing this back next year. But Mike, I love the forward thinking. That's why we have you here. That kind of vision, <laughs> and it's important to have that vision because you, sir. Of the first overall pick in this draft, 2022's MMA Fantasy Draft. And you are representing Eagle FC, the new kid on the block. Expansion draft, we're letting the new guy go first. Do we have any other questions before we officially put Mike on the clock? Oh, I guess we should also tell the people who we are each representing. Sure, that's fair. Uh, So Mike is going to be taking Eagle FC with the first overall pick. The second pick, that will go to one Damon Martin who is representing the billion dollar or the billion fan uh, company of one FC, one championship. I will take the middle spot with PFL, uh, you know, the, the greatest organization, the the smart cage. That's what I'm about. Stats, Sean, lots of stats. Sean, you have Bellator in, in the four spot and AK Lee, you're, you're closing us down the fifth and final pick of each round, the UFC. Hey, hey, I'm Dana White. Hey, I get no respect. Uh, <laughs> hey, no respect. Hey. I hey, didn't gonna, even think about when, it. When, when did Dana AKB become Rodney Dangerfield? Like, when did <laughs> yeah, this well, happen? Well, you guys haven't watched enough BTL or yeah, any not, other program that AK is on. It's more and more Dangerfield-y. It's as the I, best. And I, and I think accurate. I think also more accurate. Like, it's in it's somehow in, in the same way. It is. So, uh, man, AK, you just got all the tools. You've got 
Rodney Dangerfield. Five-tool player. Yeah. He's a five-tool player. Yeah, mm-hmm. And you've got the calculator. You've got the, the MMA math calculator to make it. We all have work. access to it. This, this show is going to cost a lot of money. Oh, no. I haven't gotten access to that yet. Oh, you haven't? Okay. I'm still, I'm still new enough to the site. Yeah, they yeah you're still the new guy. Much we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. So okay. this is also, this is not Serpentine, right? No, not Serpentine. We're doing right. this NFL draft style, uh, mainly to just really make it hard on the USC. is <laughs> primarily the structure uh so yeah that's gonna be it we are about to kick things off mike you are on the clock whenever you are ready you walk across that stage you hand the pick to commissioner jed instead of goodell and and make your announcement and you know let's kick it off do you want us to message you the picks or should we just read the do them do you want us to do them ourselves oh no unless unless every time you message you're gonna have a uh all right i'm ready uh first of all i'm so excited for this mike was mike before the show mike was like oh i got my number one pick i already know it and i'm very he's been so confident the whole time and that's what you want that's what you want with the first overall draft pick before zoom info business wins took a lot of time energy and patience but today, Zoom Info aligns your sales and marketing teams, identifies ideal customers faster, and automates your go-to-market strategy. So you can scale up and get on the fast track to marketplace domination. And that's how winners win. Unlock insights, engage customers, win faster at zoominfo.com. Zoom Info, how business goes to market. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So the first thing I want to say, I want to thank Habib Nurmagomedov for, for putting his trust in me, uh, along with the mysterious benefactor, the mysterious money man or men, if you will. I know we are an organization that has a million unanswered questions, but I feel like this draft uh, will set us up so you'll forget about those questions. With that being said, I would also like to apologize to my good friend, Alexander Dana White K. Lee, because I'm about to take, I, I might actually be doing you a favor here. But I might be taking a very prized possession of yours right off the bat. And the reason I'm making this selection, one, because this gentleman deserves it. Two, he's a terrifying individual. And three, I'm going to use this individual to set us up for future success. Because if he wants to try boxing, if he wants to fight Tyson Fury... I'm going to let it happen. We are going to let it happen. We had a a, a late night meeting last night. We are in. No matter what we have to do, we will make this happen. So with that being said, for the first pick of the fantasy draft, Eagle FC selects the now former UFC heavyweight champion, Francis Ngannou. Make that money, son. Welcome aboard, baby. Wow. That's the pick. Nice. That's That's strong. Number one. I look, number- forward to, I, look, I look forward to Francis Ngannou versus Jorgen DeCastro in your first event. That's okay. He's going to fight Tyson Fury first. Our bank account is going to be set for the next five years. So no matter what I pick now, we're good. We're good. We're just going to put on yeah. fights. We have so much money now. As people also, know- frankly, I kind of do look forward to Tyson, or Ngannou versus Jorgen DeCastro. Just oh, sure. 
seeing more, you know, mercy killings. Like, hey, you're, you're let's run these good. out. And Jed, Jed, you'll I like this. It. You'll like this. Our first event, we're going to do Francis Ngano versus Tyson Fury tetherball match in the middle of the cage. Oh, there we go. Nice. Oh, we're I just having whole fun series. now. We're just having fun now. Uh, that's a, Mike, you, people know Mike and I are best friends, of course. Uh, so our board's probably very similar. I had Francis Ngano number one, specifically right in parentheses, uh, and he will be allowed to box. I think it's just so logical. And plus, you know, do a little MMA. I think so, people still like to see him uh, mix the martial arts. I'm not crazy about it, but I mean, that's <laughs> that's the kind of thing we're doing here. Then, we can, you know. So uh, that was number one on my board. I, I'm really, really curious. Well, I guess you guys don't want to reveal that yet. We, we can probably, probably bring that up later, but I can reveal. Yeah. Obviously, it's, it's gone now, so I can say that it's... Uh, I love that pick, especially because of what Sean said. Because even after you get the Fury fight, do you re does anyone really care who Francis is fighting? No. You could just no. go watch him uppercut fools into the stratosphere. Like that's, I love great, great start, great. Play. Also, there's a shelf life on that for, uh, forever. Like he could be 43, just uppercutting fools into orbit. So yeah. you know, I got him for five years. This is this is value personified. That was a great pick. Dare I say Lance uppercutting fools into the stratosphere? No. <laughs> That's deep. Nice. If you haven't That's... already, uh, it dropped, should have dropped this week. Go listen to the MMA Fighting Ranking show, uh, and then you will understand all of Damon's eyes <laughs> cracks for this app. <laughs> all right, we are on to the second pick of the draft. Damon, the world is your oyster. One FC. You have a billion viewers. What are you going to let those billion viewers, what, what kind of damage, what kind of violence do they get to enjoy? Well, I have to say, as the new head of one championship after ousting Chachri Sityatong, I'm sorry I'm taking over. You're out. Uh, I have to remember we're playing to a different kind of audience because one championship, of course, primarily holds events throughout Asia uh, in that part of the world. And also... One Championship is a multifaceted combat sports organization, meaning they promote grappling matches, they promote Muay Thai, we promote uh, you know, kickboxing. So with that being said, the athlete I'm going to select needs to be a multifaceted athlete, one who can cross over boundaries, become a huge superstar on a global scale, and also potentially go out there for our, you know, for our billions upon billions of potential viewers, go out there and compete across multiple sports. So with that being said, my first selection as one championship is none other than current UFC middleweight champion, the last style bender, Israel Adesanya, because Israel will be able to go out there, become the best middleweight, potentially become the best light heavyweight. He'll also cross over and do Muay Thai. He'll cross over and do kickboxing. We're going to get Israel doing everything for one championship. That's why he is my first selection. Man. That's wow. That's that was an a excellent pick. pick. That was a great pick. I think that that's spot on. I think we've had two perfect pick so far and That's can i just say and i hope the listeners are like are feeling the same thing the, i i shouldn't be as enthralled with damon's pick as i was like i was on the edge of my seat <laughs> honestly while you're making that speech i couldn't wait to see who you're gonna pick like the more you spoke the more I, I i was stuck to my chair so i can't i'm this first round rules and i hope the listeners are experiencing the same thing did you mention time zone, Dan? Because even time zone alone, you have a guy who's from, you know, roots in the oceanic Great region. Point. Great point. That would point. be, you know, he's, he's he'd be happy to, to fight in some, you know. I mean, any fighter would also, be. Also, he has a, a background in, in China. Like, he was he was yeah. the black dragon in China. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a, lot of, there's a lot of benefits to a guy like Israel in one championship, especially considering. And, and also, as one championship also plans to expand into the United States, 
that would be a natural fit for a guy like Israel who already has you know conquered a lot of stardom in the United States. So he just seems like the perfect natural fit. And again, he could be a four-sport champion in one championship. He could win the kickboxing title, Muay Thai title, all kinds of things. So I, man, I hate this because you guys have done very well. And yeah, I'm, I don't know who to, who I'm I don't love. I don't love where I'm at right now, frankly. So I am up on the clock. PFL, our first overall pick, and I, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna let that clock wind down as I. You have that, Jed. You have that sweet, sweet tournament format, which I love, yeah. and a million dollar prize. That's You've the got problem, though. AK. The smart cage. The smart cage. This punch velocity. That's true. Punch, Somebody punch needs to velocity. know how fast they're kicking. Can you draft a damage bar? No, because oh, oh. I will just implement the damage yeah, bar. Because again, the damage bar is the easiest thing in the world to make, especially when you already have all these stats. It'd be as simple. That's why we're going to go to the top. But it's difficult to find a fighter that's going to fit this because it's got to be somebody willing to fight, you know, multiple times in the span of a few short months. Uh-huh. Ronald McGregor, come on. What do we really think I'm going to get Connor in the smart cage four times in a year. There's no chance in hell I do that. Uh, John Jones, also no chance. Like, I can't take the big obvious ones. And so I'm going to go a little off the board. This is an Al Davis style pick. I'm picking traits, picking attributes here. Not a ton of production thus far, but I'm projecting a lot of greatness here. Give me number three. A man who will fight. We've seen him fight multiple times in the span of a month. Give oh. me some Maev. Let me build up that welterweight division a little bit more. And then I can have arguably the best welterweight in the world right now, even though Kamar Usman will still hold the title. But my welterweight division is pretty strong. I've got Rory McDonald. I've got Ray Cooper. I've got some interesting fights there for him. And this is a guy who will love the opportunity to come in and fight three times over one summer and uh, just kind of continue to build the Smash brand. You could put him in two divisions too, Jed. There's so many. There's a lot of, he, he could be the first guy to compete in two divisions simultaneously <laughs> for the tournament. He can be a welterweight and a middleweight tournament entrant. And we'll just make sure we stack those so that the, the Events aren't com- overlapping. Easy game. Give me Chermayev. I'm going to build my company around him. As if, as if the, as if the PFL doesn't have enough stats, is there a chance you could actually put like smash stats on the bottom oh. line to just add on to like what else is in there? Look, a lot of people out there say that the PFL does too much. This is too too busy. It's got too much. Disagree entirely. I want more stats. I want a smash stat. It's going to have it. I don't know how we're going to figure out what that means, but they make up stats all the time for like baseball. And like we can make a war in MMA stat that means something smash over replacement or whatever. It'd be fine. You also just guaranteed yourself plenty of Darren Till cameos on the broadcast. I look, you know, there's a lot of draft left and maybe I want to get the smash bros in my draft. I'm not going to say what we're doing later, I'm not. but there's an opportunity to have the Smash Bros recreating some Mighty Ducks goodness in better, Smoke Cage. I'm not taking that better, bait. I'm not taking that bait. Better, better to have better to have Till on the camera than in the cage based on his recent performances. Wow. Anyways, sorry, just on that one. Wow. Hey, listen, hey, listen that's my fighter for now. <laughs> one right, you watch yourself. Throwing shade from the side. I love it. Technically still on my roster, so you watch yourself, Martin. Well, uh, that brings us to number four here. 
this is Sean Alshadi. You are in charge of, for now, we're going to call them Bellator MMA, but I think that that might be your first order of business before <laughs> you can put a pick. It's a great name. Yes, before, so thank you all for uh, joining me as we uh, set on a new era for what used to be Bellator MMA. My first order of business before we even get to the draft, uh, I have to announce that we have changed the name of the promotion. Uh, it was a bad name anyway, if we're being honest. No one particularly knows what Bellator is. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't represent fighting in any capacity. You tell that to a stranger on the street, they're not going to know what you're talking about. Uh, so we are now formally moving forward. Showtime MMA. Simple. It has prestige. It has class. Uh, we also may have also adjusted the circle cage. That no longer exists. It's just a normal cage. It's much better. And, you know, we maybe fixed up some announcing crews and uh, commentary crews and such. Uh, it'll be a very different broadcast. Don't worry. The, the, the new graphics. Totally new graphics. Total rebrand. Total this is a new era. This is a travesty. New graphics. Is a, no, new commentary this, crew. New everything. going to Mexico as well with Bjorn, or is that... We don't, we don't just let well, that be. Let's put a pin in that for the listen, 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 I don't mind you, the commentary team thing. I think that's fine. I don't mind uh, the change in the cage. That's fine. How changing the name is a travesty. How dare you? How dare you? Beltor, I, I, I feel like I think I'm joking. I actually don't mind it only because I will say this. I will say this. There are probably better options, but I'm just tired of kind of like such and such fighting championships, such and such extreme fighting, you know, arena, whatever things. I get it. It, Branding doesn't need to be complicated. They You're the ultimate fighting champion. I know. Who's to say I'm not about to change my name? Uh, <laughs> well, maybe that's the other reason. Is is, is is I wish I wish I could shoot. I could sue all these people who did the, the three initial. <laughs> that's why I, one less is, is is all the better. So I was I encourage names like Bellator, but I I do agree it's a name that is just it doesn't resonate with you immediately, especially associating it with MA. So that I understand, but. Showtime fighting championship or what have you. It's it's just so I don't know so generic, but sometimes generic and in, in, uh, entertainment is good. I, I understand that. I understand. It's Showtime MMA. Show some respect. Oh, excuse me. Okay. Pardon. Showtime MMA. So Anthony Pettis, you didn't have to make a big payoff. Legal will prove this. You're good because yep. he has his own organization that has Showtime in the yeah. name as well. I, thought, well, I, I think he's he Anthony Pettis fighting championships. I think where he landed. No, he showed Showtime FC. Oh, I thought it was Anthony Pettis fighting championships. I, no. I thought they had you to. Oh, they changed it. I thought they couldn't yeah. do Showtime because there was a contractual, like somebody already had the name. I yeah, it. us Showtime. <laughs> we had it. All right, you got it. it. All right, you worked it so, out. Are you going to draft Anthony Pettis to really just put a bow <laughs> on all of this? Then? That's I mean, the lead. That's, that's the lead actually not a bad idea later, but I can't. I can't oh, waste the first. Not your first round pick. Waste. Uh, Waste. Yeah, yeah. It Anthony, be if you're out there, we're always welcome to have you back. We've never used that kind of language to describe a fighter. So, as our first step in this new era of Showtime MMA, uh, Jed, you actually made my decision much, much easier. I was sitting over here really stressing out about what I was going to do. Uh, you actually just made my choice for me. If he's still on the board at number four, I'm going to take him because I can say I have the best fighter in the entire damn world. I'm going to take Kamaru Usman, the number one pound-for-pound pound man on the MMA Fighting Global Rankings, the only rankings that matter. UFC doesn't have the best fighter in the world anymore. Showtime MMA does. It's a new era. Let's go. Can't can't knock it. I mean, there's nothing nothing you can say that's wrong about it except for, you know, your your champion doesn't have any knees left. How long, how long can he be a champion right? without any knees? 
Doesn't matter. He's 34. He's got a few years left. I'm planning for the next few few years, not five years. Francis Ngannou's 35. He also has knee problems. It's it's not a big deal. I I had the same thought as Jed, so I am happy for you to take uh, Kamara Usman off of my hands. Um, our fans don't really. Uh, we've you know we've done we've run some numbers. Um, the UFC team has run some numbers. Our fans don't really care about who the best fighter in the world is. We found. Um, so that's you know that that yeah I. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it, it, I'm just saying it was secondary to a lot of other factors. Um, and, and I do worry that he's kind of ready to Habib at any moment and just kind of be like, oh, that was it. That was my that was my retirement. Well, so you actually, know. I will say that's another element of this. We're very yes. open to other things. If he wants to box Canelo, we're all for it. If he wants to go happen. to a jump rope Is championship. That? That yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> well, this brings us to you, though, AK. And I got to say, we're four picks in. And- uh huh. I think we all anticipated it, but you have really taken a beating. Your organization I mean, lost a lot of talent through four. How, my are top, you gonna, how are you going to staunch the bleeding? My top two guys I would have protected, I told you already, in Ganu, and of course Hamzat was my was actually obviously my oh, number was two he? pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I definitely would have got Hamzat. I knew you were going to take him, though, regardless, I think, of which organization. Yeah, because I think if you're Eagle FC, I think you're Eagle FC, you probably, and you didn't have the number one pick, you still no, would have no, taken him. Eagle FC, though. There's the friction with Habib. This is true. Okay, that is true. That is a problem, but I didn't think it worked out. I really, I really wanted. Yeah, I, I was really hoping to fall back in the Kamzat. Because my next, after seeing how you guys did it, I should go away from my big board. I should do what a smart sort of GM would do. And you know, you have a big board, but you don't stick with it. You change it depending on kind of how the how the landscape has shifted. Yeah, if you're oh, late like in the draft, you can't lock into one pick. If, we if we already got, we already got board. AK shook a little. Oh bit. no! He, oh no! A little bit. I like this. But I am locking in. I am locking it. That's the thing. You're right. I am shook, which is why it's. I have to put my emotions aside, or maybe go back to my emotions that made this list in the first place, and go to the list. <laughs> if I'm, that's what the list is for. I, I have a lot of responsibility here, being the steward of the largest, you know, fight promotion in history. I, 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 I've done my homework. I should trust the numbers, trust the research, trust my my crack staff. I'm going to just turn this draft upside down and probably get some laughs here. I'm going with the guy who I think just still isn't getting enough respect. I think he's the number one fighter in the best division in the world. I, I, think, he's a class, I think he's a classy guy. I can't believe this. This is, I'm going, this is my guy who I want to lead the new face of the UFC the, into, into, the next, into the next century. For you have five to ten years. My number one pick is Charles Dovrox Oliveira. Oh wow! Oh, I like okay. it. That is that is not where I thought you. Were. I get. Yeah, it. I thought you were taking Aljo for sure. I, he was doing. I, <laughs> I get it. This man does not have mainstream cachet. I I totally understand. But I listen. He's fighting soon. I think a fight a win over Gaethje is going to do a lot for him. I, I wish we were doing this almost a couple of weeks later, so I had a better gauge of how people view him. He may never be that A level star, but like I said, this is the UFC. We don't. I'm very fortunate. We don't need. A-level stars, we we can uh, hopefully triple trip across one in the future. I need to keep my roster strong. I need to keep uh, some quality, despite what I was saying earlier about the sort of the fan feedback to, <laughs> to that uh, research. So I'm going with the guy like I've been I've been tuning this guy's horn forever, and I've been very happy with uh, his seeing his rise. I think he's super exciting. I think if you market him the right way, he can be a bigger star than he is, if not ever again. Uh, you know, AAA level. I'm very comfortable saying Charles Oliveira is my number one guy who uh, I'm picking slash uh, protecting from you heathens. 
Wow. <laughs> that's uh, that's a little surprising. I like Charles Oliveira as much as the next guy, but UFC is all about star power, and you pick the guy who can't speak English. That doesn't uh, that doesn't strike me as a as a Dana Whiteish move, but I guess it's a new era in the UFC. Yeah. Not this UFC, a guy, pal. A guy not who's not UFC. even going to be champion like a week from now. Wow. <laughs> I also oh full shade on on poor Charles wait. Oliveira. I thought AK was about to pull a, a huge Aljo call, and then that was going to be the least Dana White thing of all time. So, so <laughs> that's where I thought that was going. Saying Dobronx, I'm like, I recess, like, oh, that's a fine pick, because <laughs> it's like he's going to be crazy. He's going to take Sterling. You heard me saying deepest division, and you assumed I was going to say, and and I do love bet, and I do consider bet, but I'm saying historically lightweight, okay. obviously, been deepest. Yeah, so I'm going as soon as you said the deepest division, I was like, oh, AK and. And Casey are on that hill. So glad, if nothing else, we have gotten you to recognize lightweight is the best division. Listen, all, all Joe's out there. I'm a fan. I'm just going to say I'm a fan. Oh, man. We've had that. That's, I think, the biggest upset pick in the first round, for sure. Because I think Oliveira would have been on the table in the third or fourth round, probably. Can we review? I've taken the notes here, but for the, can we review for the listeners very quickly? Just the. We certainly can. Uh, yeah. Eagle FC, Mike took Francis Ngannou with the first overall pick on the board. Uh, Damon followed that up. One FC taking Israel Adesanya. Uh, myself with the PFL, I took Hamzat Shemaev. Sean with now Showtime MMA. Uh, took Kamaru <laughs> Usman. Right. And AK Lee coming sort of out of left field with Charles Oliveira. I will also note here, I, I said at the top of this broadcast, I did this myself last year. And three of the five were also taken in my own individual one last year. The three African kings, Nganu, Usman, and Adesanya, all were first-round picks last year for me. So the more things change, the more they stay the same. And so just, right. for the, just for the people know, I think we're going five rounds? We are going five rounds. Don't, we don't want to be here all day, you know, but maybe, maybe if everyone loves this next year, we'll do – We'll do a three-day extravaganza. We'll do <laughs> oh my God. deep dives into everybody. It'll be fantastic. Uh, so on to round two. And Mike, how how has the landscape shifted for you here at Eagle FC? Did you did you lose out on anyone you were hoping to get? Was everything kind of chalked? Did it feel right? Where how are you feeling before you make this next pick? I'm feeling really good. I think everything's going the way I thought it would go. Shemaev, like I figured he would go in the first, so that would have been a nice addition to the roster. But I got to say, having the first pick has so much value, but I think there's more value following AK because he's just, <laughs> he just he just looks at the sport in such a different way. And I knew that this pick, albeit slightly controversial, I knew I was good here, and I knew I was going to get tremendous value, although it's a very risky pick. However, we are a new organization and we need to make an impact right away. So for, so with that being said, we're going to give the fans the fight that they desire. A fight that they have wanted for almost two years. And it's going to happen. I feel good about it. And just think of the things we could do here. So with my second pick, Eagle FC selects Jorgen. No, just kidding. Selects John Jones with the second pick. And Ghanu wow. versus John Jones will be the first MMA fight for Francis Ngannou for the Eagle FC Heavyweight Championship. I don't care who has the title now. They're being immediately stripped. The title is vacant, and Francis Ngannou and John Jones will fight for the vacant 
heavyweight championship of the universe after Nganu fights Tyson Fury, of course. So congratulations, Francis. Congratulations, John. Welcome to the team. Stay out of trouble. And we will uh, we will hire you a driver. We will hire you uh, <laughs> somebody to follow you around to make sure you're making the right decisions. And uh, I feel I feel like you're going to fit in quite nicely with some of the guys behind the scenes that we don't know about. So there we go. Wow. I that was a great that, pick. I thought that's where you would go once once John cleared the front and you got Nganu and you just you have that preset. I think I think that's a great pick. Todd, your Eagle FC is really reinventing themselves right in front of our eyes. I, I think that's a great that pick. That was too. tremendous. Thank you, my best friend, for taking this malcontent, this problem child so you guys probably thinking like oh i was hoping nobody would draft john jones so i just get him by default no 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 i'm glad when you guys are wasting a pick <laughs> on this guy who might not even be good anymore i mean we don't even know uh, his you know his his performances have been you know they've been wins but they've been less than inspiring uh he has a lot of bad blood uh your mind is obviously an amazing place you have set up two inc potential incredible Attractions with the Francis and Ganu Tyson Fury tetherball match and then the John Jones actual fight fingers crossed uh, I'll tell you guys this uh, We kind of talk on your big board at all AK. No, I was not I was not gonna protect him. I'm not even kidding. I was not gonna protect him. I just think he's so unreliable like we said like we said we have established that there is some real-world rules I think I think we're all making our uh, picks with sort of the most optimistic viewpoint possible that like okay well we'll you know we're more willing to bend over backwards than some promoter than some promoter excuse me to make certain fights happen but when you have a guy like this who has so many like real-world issues and uh, and in cage I mean uh, the, the, the failed drug test things like that I'm, I'm just not willing to go there I'm not willing to go there uh, I've essentially become one championship now. I'm not willing to compromise the, <laughs> the established high moral fiber of the UFC. I look so I look very forward. I look very forward to John Jones fighting in 2026. So good pick, Mike. I look forward <laughs> to that fight in like three years. That's okay. I have him for five. I have him for five. Yeah. I only need him once. I only need him once to fulfill the obligation that I need him for. I just need that him for one fight. Big. One fight, the John Jones, the John Jones comeback fight. Like actually, the longer the longer it goes, and you still get him, would be the like more mystique. <laughs> so yeah. much. This is a frankly, value pick if there ever was one. Frankly, I actually really love what you're setting up over there, Mike. I feel oh. like you're you're winning this draft by a mile right now. You got you're, a B promoting cool. John. Like that's that's you got a goat promoting a goat. Like it all works. Plus they've got, got the two fights set up basically. Like the, like some mysterious benefactor that I feel like could make John Jones's problems like go away. I feel like just mysteriously, like he could get some DUIs. Like, oh, no, no, no DUI. Also, what? No DUI. It's like, what? Also, like, good. I don't know that Eagle FC's over there doing a bunch of drug testing. Like, we get a really juicy John Jones over here. John's going to be <laughs> John's gonna be about 325 before he, uh, he, he puts pen to paper for his first fight. I'm, I'm oh. glad you pointed that out because I thought that that was low-key Eagle FC's, like, strongest hitch. It's like... Yeah, we don't really do that. So, <laughs> give me back oh, or whatever. I don't care. Uber bones. Uber bones. <laughs> All right. Uh, pick two. Sean, you're looking a little shook by how much Mike is putting the wood to us right now. Uh, how I am? A, a little bit. Uh, oh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here impressed and in awe. Yeah, and as and as the as the man with the next pick, I can tell you right now, we do not want a problem child like John Jones on the one show. We are all about honor, respect <laughs> right. for our, for our billions upon billions of potential fans. That's right. 
I was about to say, because one man who doesn't look shook at all is Damon. It seems like everything is right in line with what Damon wants to do. So with the next pick, Damon, you've taken Israel Desanya. Who are you taking next? Well, so I will I will give credit where credit's due to AK. While I didn't think the Charles Oliveira pick would fit the UFC's mold, I actually did have him pegged for a potential second or third round pick because Charles Oliveira seems to fit what one championship does. So kudos for taking that off the board. That being said, again, I'm looking at one championship as a global brand, a brand that is again primarily over in Asia, that that part of the world. Love entertaining fights, love high profile, high impact kind of fights. And again, the potential of crossing over multiple sports and multiple weight classes. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to look at an athlete for the future, not necessarily a guy who is a champion right now, but a guy that is going to bring nothing but pure excitement to the to the one circle, I think they call it, every single time that he steps in there. And there is a potential down the road of a showdown with the man who I will believe uh, could be a two-division champion with our first pick in Israel Adesanya. So with my second pick, I'm going to take the man from the Czech Republic, Yuri Prohoshka. Dang. Damn it. That is a um, tremendous pick. Like ah, tremendous. Like, um, that is good. I was going to go for Yuri this round. <laughs> well done. Had to do it. Yuri is pure excitement. He is dynamite in a bottle and again we're one championship we're real fluid with our weight classes so he might fight it he might fight a middleweight he might fight at light heavyweight he might fight a heavyweight super fight with with israel how much fun would that be so yeah uh yuri prohoshka is my second pick i i just have to say one thing about about this all though damon because i am disappointed that you took israel Adesanya. And, and you took Yuri Prohoshka, and you haven't even mentioned the potential to have Renier de Ritter fight either of those gentlemen. Maybe the best fight. I don't want to mention it because he might get taken. <laughs> I'm trying to stay away from the guys who are currently on my roster because that, that there's a chance that they get taken, and That's I lose smart. out on those matchups. I, I, it's, it's fair. I'm not going to take him in the second <laughs> round, but watch out for the late-round picks. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed that you didn't that you picked him over your number one light heavyweight in the world, Mr. Excitement himself, Beast in 25-8, overtime, Corey Anderson. Hey, let's not hey, let's calm down with the Corey oh, Anderson oh, talk oh, over oh, here. Oh, UFC. I mean, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Wow. We 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 respect some tampering rules. Come on, man. We we fully <laughs> over at one championship, we fully respect the number one light heavyweight in the sport, Corey Anderson. But I'm also <laughs> planning for the future, and I'm also okay. planning for a guy who fits the one championship mold. And that to me is Yuri Prohoshka. Is he is he technically the number one light heavy to go off the board? We're not counting John. John Jones is a, is a heavyweight, essentially, right? Yeah, first one. Wow. So yeah. Yuri, first 205 he's a, guy. He's wow. the first actual 205er if okay. John's a heavyweight. And I mean, you know, some of our ranking panelists still consider consider Izzy a light heavyweight. So other than you. Uh man. All right, we're already back around to me. PFL, second pick. And I am I've got two that I really like. And I think one of these counterintuitively has a much higher likelihood of making it through. So I'm going to pass on him because AK is a crazy person is basically why I'm making this pick now. And I think that this man will leave the board. If I don't take, if I don't scoop him up, it is, you know, I, I'm glad we've, we had talked about it on the ranking show. He is no longer in anyone's view, the top featherweight in the world, but he is still, the one of the best fighters in the world, one of the top pound for pound fighters in the world. 
one of the most exciting fighters in the world, bar none, and a guy who can compete at featherweight, compete at lightweight. Hell, he can go up and compete at welterweight. I need more bodies that can fight multiple divisions in the PFL, guys who are going to come in and just promote. They're going to promote themselves. They're going to make things fun. Give me Max Holloway. Wow. Because that man is, I think you can build a promotion around him, and he can make a run at the featherweight at the lightweight title. It can just be a good time. So give me Max Holloway. It may be a little early, but I feel like AK was eyeballing that man, and I wanted to get him first. I'm I, stunned. I, I will I say, I, I, I admire your Masai Ujiri, Bobby Webster-like uh, dedication to positional versatility. You are, you are essentially... You're essentially going all six, eight forwards here for your team. You want guys who can, who can all oh, handle the ball. Wingspan, baby. All, yeah, massive wingspan. Give me that look. <laughs> Multiple, what are divisions anymore, right? You're going for divisionless, feels how positionless basketball. You're going for divisionless, divisionless MMA. MMA. That is impressive. That I have to. And like, there, there are a couple of guys that I had above him in my big board. Volkanovski, uh, not one of them. What? Oh, no, not a chance. That's <laughs> No, I think he's a better fighter. We talked about it the other day, uh-huh. but I Max is a much more promotable. I feel like Max is just much more exciting, and I want to be getting the high excitement because also the understated part of this. If you thought Max Holloway with UFC stats was fun, just wait till he gets in the smart cage. <laughs> and start piling up all of those strikes that he throws. Can me Max in the smart cage, and we're just gonna have all sorts of fun with numbers. Can the smart cage handle? Can the smart cage handle that? Is, is I don't know. We're, are we gonna have like a Y two a Y two K problem? Like a Y two K problem where like the digit changes and it's like oh no, and then the cage just explodes, <laughs> killing everyone inside of it and yeah, around it. That's how you get better though, AK. You gotta okay. test the limits of your own technology, mm-hmm. and that's what we're gonna do. In, in the PFL with the smart cage. Uh, Sean, that puts you, you are on the clock, sir. Showtime MMA, your first round pick, former UFC welterweight champion, Kamaru Usman, top pound for pound fighter in the sport. Who are you following that up with? I have to say, gentlemen, I am a little stunned with how this board has played out in this round. Uh, there were multiple people who I expected to be gone by now who are still on my, who are still here available for me pretty much the top two top three names i wanted are still available to me and i know where i'm gonna go but i'm actually surprised that i have the this bounty of riches right now i already have the number one pound for pound fighter in the sport next up is the number one pound for pound most exciting fighter in this sport oh no i'm just going all in on excitement at this point they could even maybe fight each other i know they train together sometimes so whatever but we we make things happen we got money at showtime mma we could maybe you know, open the coffers a little bit for it. I'm taking Mr. Excitement himself, the man who's probably going to win the UFC lightweight championship next week, Justin Gaethje. He's 33. He's got more mileage in the tank. Let's go, baby. AK, just stole your main event for next Saturday. Nice job. Hold on. I got to – Connor, Connor. Connor, what are you up to? How's your (laughs) leg? How's your leg? Now Connor has a free run to the title. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so upset. Sean Gaethje was the guy I was considering. Like he was the dude that I was going to take. I was, was just, certain he was going to be off the board. I, from just, you. I felt like everybody was just kind of forgetting about him for whatever reason. And he was just not at the top of the list. And so I was going to, I was trying to snake him in the third. That was a terrible miscalculation on my part. Uh, I want to ask, does, did everyone have Gaethje in their top 10? I, did, he, I had him right in my top 10. Did everyone have him in there? Yeah. yeah. I had him in my yeah. top tier. I have a little top tier going. 
Yeah, because you have to. I mean, like you said, he's the most most exciting fighter in the sport. He could lose, like he could lose like two or three straight fights. It just wouldn't matter. His name has so much yeah. cachet with the fans. Uh, he's must see TV. Like if Justin Gaethje is on, you are going to tune in. There's no yeah. way you're not going to tune. Plus, in. you're Bellator. If you can't find a way to get a what? World I'm oh, sorry. You're Showtime. I apologize. <laughs> That's the last time. You are Showtime MMA. You are the Showtime MMA. If you can't find a way to get a world title around Justin Gaethje's waist, then you are you have messed up. Oh, <laughs> book it yeah. up. Give him but whoever. Patricky Pitbull has already been vacated, baby. <laughs> yes. It's gone. No, no. You haven't beat up Patricky Pitbull. What are you I'll talking say, about? Yeah, you just let him beat Patricky no, up. Right no, we don't take <laughs> chances. He just gets the title. That's already happened. <laughs> All right. Uh, AK, close wow. us down for the second yeah. round. Who are you taking to follow Chucky Olives, Charles Oliveira? I think you guys would be surprised like how many of these huge names weren't on my list, either because I was worried they're kind of closer to, you know, stepping away from MMA than they are um, being able to contribute for the next, you know, five to 10 years or whatever. Uh, and also some like, I think I just assumed would be taken. So I'm like, okay, let me save space in my, on my board here. I'm tired of having people steal from, from the UFC. I'm tired of people picking talents out of the octagon. I think it's time for me to take someone. Ooh, I think it's time for me to take someone that, frankly, uh, my predecessor, Dana White, should have made a stronger offer to get recently. Oh, no. Oh, oh yes. Listen, this person is going to be a special attraction. I hate you. Uh, it's tough because, again, but it kind of goes with Jed's position, uh, divisionless MMA because we'll figure it out. We'll fi For this woman, we will figure it out. I'm taking her. I am taking Kayla Harrison. I don't nice. know. Listen, uh, I think she's she can make uh, 145. Obviously, is the plan for her. But even if we want to throw her in there for 155 freak show fights, I don't care. 160, whatever. We're gonna have a lot more catch weights in in my UFC. Let me put it that way. Sorry, fans, I hate that stuff. We're gonna have a lot more catch weights that any any catch weight just to make fun fights happen. So if there's boxers out there that want to fight Kayla Harrison, if there's other, again uh, uh, international, you know, fight, fighters overseas, Gabby Garcia, if you're out there, I'm just saying, call me. Uh, I just like that she she's she's unique. There's really just no one in an MMA uh, like her right now. How good is she? We still don't really know. But I want if I want her to be tested, and I want that to happen inside the UFC uh, octagon. So let let's let's UFC get one here. You guys, I know I'm 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 risking losing another big name here, but let me get one. Let me take one from one of you guys. So PFL, thank you very much. Me. She will miss she will miss the smart cage. Uh, but you'll have to deal with the, the the no frills octagon. I don't hate it for me. I was I was vaguely hoping that I could get Cyborg in the fifth to make that fight happen. If everyone just decided we were going to stay away from the Kayla quandary, but if you're going to take her, you took her early. I already okay, sweet. I'm abandoning the women's lightweight division. That is no longer a thing that I'm trying <laughs> to promote as a company. Cool. I can put all my resources in divisionless MMA and just really focus in on this. So. You, you did me a favor, taking her this early, AK. You know, if you waited a little later, would have stung a little more. All right, we're back to the top of the batting order. Mike, you, I think probably you're at, you're leading right now. I would say that the fans listening are probably saying, oh, Mike's running away with it. But how can you follow up what you've done? What, what can you add? I immediately take back my AK words because that made me think, about a lot of things. And now do I have to play defense? Do I want to go the route I was going to go? What do I do? Because do I take somebody else that will have to force a trade down the road so we can make these big fights? I don't know. But with that being said, we're going a different direction because 
after we booked some big fights and we got some huge names, we took some risks, we're going to go after a fighter who deserves more, okay? He deserves more people to know who he is. His social media following should be much larger. And in fact, he has already booked for Good Morning America, the Today Show. He's even booked on Food Truck Diaries with Brendan Schaub next week. Ladies and gentlemen, let us welcome to Eagle FC, a man who deserves to be a star in this sport. And the frustrations of his built career to this point are going away. I apologize to Showtime MMA. We are drafting AJ McKee with our third pick. Oh! AJ McKee, welcome. Get ready. I don't care. Get ready to be a star, my man. Get ready to be a star. And you know your first order of business is going to be? You're going to be in a grappling match with Habib Nurmagomedov just to get you on a poster next to that man. After doing the media rounds, everyone's going to know who you are by the end of next week, AJ. So welcome to the show. Welcome to the greatest promotion of all time. We're gonna build. A, we're gonna build you quite the roster. We're gonna put you over, my my friend. Welcome. Oh, my yeah. God! You, all this talent on the board, and you take my guy who has seven thousand Twitter <laughs> followers. Come on, man. He deserves better. We need to build our future too. We have our present built. Our next five years are set. Now, how can we enhance this? So we're gonna bring in AJ McKee. Uh, I feel like he would have gone this round. I feel like someone would have taken a, a flyer on him, and uh, it's time to make him a star. Let's treat him the way he deserves to be treated. Oh, he wasn't long for Showtime MMA anyway. What's that's fine. <laughs> that's the first. That's the and I, I you you know I'm a big AJ McKee guy. That's actually one of the first the first kind of surprising pick there. I was that seemed was. a little yeah. That's, Listen, I got five years to play with, and I feel like we could do a lot with AJ McKee over the well, next five he's years. He's drafting youth. That you know this is what happens in the middle rounds. You take mm-hmm. you draft upside, and there are few men in the sport with bigger upside than AJ McKee. I think we can all agree on that. David, was he on your board? Was he on your top 25 board? Uh, he was not, actually. He was not on my board. And I like AJ very much. He's just one of those guys. He was kind of like a fringe guy. Like, again, I think he's an incredibly talented guy. But I feel like there's other guys that I could build around a little easier than AJ McKee, which uh, I'm actually very excited because I thought Mike was going to take my next pick. So uh, should I go ahead and give you my next pick? We're because at your next pick. So I'm I'm. I'm building I'm building an organization with not only the best fighters, but the fighters who are going to bring the most eyeballs from across the globe. And in my opinion, uh, the guy I'm about to pick is uh, on the verge of becoming a massive star. He's already kind of breaking through a little bit that way. Uh, and, you know, unfortunately, he won't have the benefit of a certain person promoting him, but he will have him there as a coach. So with my third pick, I am going to select a man who I believe is actually – even though I don't have him ranked that way, because again, I have to go by, you know, what's actually occurring in the cage. The guy who I believe is the best lightweight in all of mixed martial arts, I'm going with Islam Makhachev for my third pick. Solid, solid pick. I won't get Khabib to pro- I won't get Khabib to promote him, but I will get Khabib as a coach. He will be in the he will be in the one circle constantly. And uh, I am I am confident that Islam will be the dominant force that Khabib once was. Man, we'll see about I, that. We'll see I about that. I think Khabib's contract's about to change from the board of directors <laughs> about what promotions he could be a part of, Damon. So we'll see. I'm, let's think, I'm really interested about next year's draft because let's say Khabib decides he wants to return. A lot of stake in a lot of games here now with, with Islam at 1FC, you know, Eagle FC, he owns it. The UFC is still the UFC. Yeah, things could get interesting next year. 
Uh, I love the pick, Damon, and we are going to move on to try and keep this at a timely pace. PFL, our third round pick. It's not my favorite. I, I would have loved to be taking Gaethje here. I think Gaethje would have been just a chef's kiss moment for me, but I'm pretty excited. This guy shouldn't have fallen this far. He sticks in my realm of positionless MMA that we're building out here. He is one of the biggest stars in the sport. And, you know, the reality is he's one of the biggest stars. He's not, he's, he's a fine fighter, but he's not one of the best. And if you keep putting him up against the top welterweights in the game, he's going to keep taking L's. But in the PFL, where the welterweights are a lot of guys he can beat, Jorge Masvidal is going to be cooking with gas for us. That man is going to be promotional. I know we got some outside of the cage problems to deal with. Those are going to go away very soon. And we are just going to be straightforward to success. We can do a lot with that man. A lot with he's going to bring a lot of eyeballs to us. And, you know, we can get him a lightweight. We can get him a welterweight. A lot of divisional action. Give me Jorge Masvidal, one of the biggest stars in the sport. I'll take him in the third round. No questions asked. This is a stunner. Oh my God. I was going to say, I. If I thought like, that was going one way, and it did not go the one way. Shane, what did you do. think he was going to do? Probably take oh, the guy I'm about you... to take. Okay, okay. But, like, apparently the best gift I could have ever asked for is being after Jed, because this man's going <laughs> off the board like crazy. This is nuts. You just took Masvidal before the, the gentleman I'm about to take. Yeah, because, again, you have to consider what I'm working with. I got to have a guy <laughs> who will fight three times in the year, no questions asked. When has Jorge Masvidal done that in the last, like, five years? 2019. Dude, is all down, down to scratch. Okay, 2019. Before he was Jorge Masvidal, the superstar. Yeah, because now he's looking for big fights. He's with the PFL. Every fight's a big fight. It's the biggest organization <laughs> with the small gauge. <laughs> Whatever. Look, I can't – I just can't draft Connor, and I want to, and it feels like Connor should already have been taken, but – He's never going to fight for me if I draft him. He just won't fight for five years. So give me Masvidal. Give me that that star power, and let's start cooking. I, I want to see the second the second half of this conversation. I want to see what Shaheen says. I need the second yeah. half of this conversation before I comment. So right, who are you? T- who are you, so, taking, Mr. Mr. Showtime MMA? I'm just blown away at how this draft is turning out. I had you know a list of guys. I had t- this separated into tiers. So far, I've gotten three of my first tier guys because. I have the number one fighter pound for pound in the sport. I have the number one most exciting fighter in the sport. And I have the number one star ever in the history of the sport. I'm taking Conor McGregor. We do weird stuff over at Showtime MMA. If he wants to have an eating contest with Joey Chestnut, we'll set it up. Like at a certain point, I can just say I have Conor McGregor and market it on the on the paper, on the board, and, and, and people are going to come and see it. Like we'll figure it out. I think mm-hmm. Conor likes money. I like money. We all like money at Showtime MMA. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, Showtime MMA is the only place for McGregor. Like, that makes sense. You you need him so badly. You have to have him. So I thought you should have taken him over Gaethje. That's why I thought Gaethje was going to make it to me. It was like, someone's got to take Connor because it's freaking Connor. I can't take him because I just won't be able to promote him with the stipulations of the stupid PFL. So it's like, (laughs) yeah, someone will take Connor. You know, maybe we get, you know, John or somebody in this. So something will happen and then I can get Gaethje. He'll fall to me. And instead, you you just waited and you got them both. So it worked for you. Just to be able to land the biggest star in the sport in the third round, middle of the third round, end of the third round, I'll take it in. Like, come and, on. And even if you only get two fights out of him, McGregor, Usman, and McGregor, Gaethje. Yeah. It's, that's pretty good. McGregor, Gaethje right now. Like, who's not watching that? Crazy fight. 
plus Showtime Boxing, you know, McGregor Canelo. That's the that's the big one. McGregor uh, but, McGregor Usman in boxing. Let's go. But thank <laughs> you, thank you, for taking another problem shot. The the UFC <laughs> is getting it's so much purer now. AK with like, the spin zone. Connor, obviously super tempted to pick, very high on my big board, very high. Um, but again, there's just I I don't want these people. Again, I'm taking more. You know, Ch- you know Chachri is no longer with with one championship because obviously a Damon has taken over. I'm not gonna lie, I might be you know might have been consulting him a little bit on the new direction of the UFC. Um, so I don't know if we want people like Connor anymore. Uh, just so many problems, so much baggage. Happy to he is in the second, probably whatever third stage of his career, and that's where that's where he belongs now is in Bellator. That's where fighters go when they're at that, that stage of their career. So happy happy to see him go. Wishing you all the best, uh, Showtime MMA. Excuse me. I'm just gonna keep having. It. I'm not doing it on purpose. I swear. I'm just the only person who likes Bellator, so I keep saying it. <laughs> Showtime MMA. Conor McGregor. It it is a perfect fit. Uh, and yeah, look, glad glad that he's gone. I'm. Uh, in case you guys can't tell, I'm killing for time here because if you guys want to, if you guys want to keep talking about that pick, go UFC ahead. UFC is I, on the clock. Right am I on the, now. No, I think you guys want to talk about the McGregor pick more. No, UFC is on the clock in part because we also need to move our time right, along right. here. There's so many good options. And oh, and the one the other thing that Shaheen's been doing smartly is, is setting up actual matchups with his three fighters. Like he can, you know, have these guys kind of kind of mix and match them. Speak I on it, please. Yes. Yeah, I haven't been doing that, but I realize now I can kind of do it with this one. Honor, integrity, best of the best. That's clearly has sort of been my focus here uh, with Charles Oliveira. So I'm going to go down that route again. How can I not take the actual pound for pound uh, best women's fighter in the world? Give me Valentina. Give me Valentina. Oh, God damn it, okay. And again, <laughs> my, best friend, my best friend, we're on the same wavelength. We're on the same wavelength. And I, again, much like with Charles Oliveira, I feel like she can be a bigger star. They've done a, they've done a pretty good job with her, but I feel like they can do better. Um, she speaks like three, four languages, uh, just super charismatic. She dances. She, she dances. Her dan- the dancing's awesome. Yeah, she shoots guns. America loves that. I don't know why America has not embraced her more. She's 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 the living embodiment. <laughs> they actually have a two-way. Bond so, movie is a problem. Yeah, and... Yeah, she's just a great fighter, and 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 now a Netflix star with uh, she's in a movie with Halle Berry. I mean, that's something. So yeah, give me Valentina. I'm going all in. And listen, I'm not ruling out a, a, some sort of catch rate fight with Kale Harrison. Maybe Valentina even willing to go up to 145. I think it's possible. I think I think she could. Uh, Kale Harrison's got the size, athleticism, all that. But I mean, look, skill wise, I don't think anyone will say she's anywhere close to Valentina. But guess what? We get to find out because now I got them both. I'm just, I'm just looking at Mike up here in this top corner. He is steamed. <laughs> I'm pissed, dude. I'm pissed. I thought, I thought there was. I, th- I mean, I was ready. I had a speech prepared to welcome Valentina in because we were gonna change trends at Eagle FC. But alas, you effed me, and uh, I'm not happy about it. So I, I, don't, I take no pride in it. You fortunately you can do something about it because we're back to the top of the order. Eagle FC is on the clock with your fourth round pick. As a quick recap, you took Nganu, John Jones, and AJ McKee. How else are you building out this roster? Take one of my champions, Mike. I got so many that no one's taking. Take them. <laughs> so, many. so many champions to take. Hey, hey, my champions. Are no respects. No respect. <laughs> oh man. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm befuddled. <laughs> you shook me, AK, because I thought. I mean, yeah, like, sure. th- there was no like. I, I thought it was. This is, is about as simple as a god for me. I think we're gonna get a lot of this because I was gonna take Connor. I, Connor was actually my next pick, and then she took him. So that's why. So I after saying, all that talk of getting rid of your your, uh, I mean, it, well, problem children. <laughs> all right, you know what, AK? 
Here's the thing. I'm reminded at this moment because I'm just so fired up. Of Mike, the, this uh, is business. This is business, Mike. It's not personal. Of the movie Training Day, <laughs> where we have to control our smiles and cries. And while my roster can produce a lot of cries, I need to bring somebody in that will produce some smiles. And Valentina was going to check all of those boxes. We were going to change trends, but it's okay because I'm going to bring in a guy and we are going to get him all the sponsorship deals that he deserves. He is going to make us a lot of money. Logos are going to be everywhere. They're going to be thrilled and they're going to keep sponsoring our athletes. They might even sponsor our entire promotion. So this is a purely business pick. This is a purely selfish pick. And I talked to Habib about this because he's angry with you too, AK. But we are going to we're going to spice things up in a, in a delightful way. We are going to bring in the soon to be once again UFC flyweight champion of the world, Brandon Moreno, is now going to wow. be part of the Eagle FC Ooh. roster. We're going to balance Ooh. out the cries, and we're going to bring in lots of smiles. And we have a lot of we we just have a lot of gas left in the Brandon Moreno tank. And uh, I'm very happy about this pick. Holding the vent at Legoland, just really. really oh, we're good, man. Just thinking the business, like we we just became. We are more valuable than one FC right now. We're worth a floppity Whoa. jillion dollars right now because of <laughs> shots this. Shots fired, Damon. Damon, shots are fired. Defend yourself, Damon. Right at him. I just signed a deal with Amazon Prime. I got all the money I need. <laughs> <laughs> I got Bezos money. I got Bezos money coming in now. I have to say, I did not have a flyweight on my board. I I was looking at maybe Moreno in the fifth, but probably. It was going to depend on how this shook out. He he was on my board though, so he wasn't. I, I, had, I, 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 had one, I had one flyweight on my board, and that was Valentina Shevchenko. So uh. that was. Yeah, <laughs> I, so. I also had Valentina on my board, yeah. but then I had to realize that I'm I'm giving up on women's MMA in the PFL because AK already took Kayla Harrison. So what do I have to do, Damon? Your fourth round pick. As a recap, you took Israel Desanya. Yuri Prohashka and Islam Makachev, how are you how are you adding to this team? Well, you know, there's a lot to be said about where one championship's gonna go, but again, I'm, I'm playing with the the hand I'm dealt, which is the honor, the respect, and the billions upon billions of potential viewers. <laughs> and uh and I and I'm playing the odds with a, a fighter who can be a star but also is very respectful and well liked. I think well liked across the board and just a tremendous martial artist in every aspect and also could be potentially going into grappling matches things like that. So with my fourth pick, I'm going to select the best strawweight in the world, Rose Namajunas. Nice. Yay. That was that makes my decision a lot easier cuz I was thinking about it. Ooh, okay. I I'm back. It's it's back to the PFL and this is this is my least favorite pick because I I know the two men I want to close my show with. And apparently you guys don't value positionless MMA as much as I do, so maybe I should wait. But I'm not going to. I'm going to follow it up. I'm going to stay the course. I'm going to do the same thing that I've been doing. I'm going to draft star power, baby. And that's there's one guy left who is a big, big star that still actively competes in the sport. He is a... a gym member with the guy I took in the third round, Jorge Masvidal. So maybe them fighting is maybe off the table, but I want former UFC interim lightweight champion, one of the most exciting fighters in the sport, a guy who has already fought Max Holloway twice, one of them, one of the best fights you'll ever see. Give me Dustin Poirier, and let's just continue positionless MMA. I just want to mash, I want to take my action figures and just 
smash them into each other, regardless of the weight class. So give me Dustin Poirier. I've got two of the UFC's four biggest stars in my roster. I feel like I'm doing great right now. I'm going to take your silence as a <laughs> No, it's just a solid pick. It's just a solid pick. And I, I thought, actually, for some, for some reason, I thought that's where um, Damon was going with his, when he was uh, leading up to his pick. Uh, the Rose was really good. That was a great pick. It doesn't pray. Yeah, it fits the positionless thing. God, that is a, uh, he's a class guy. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sad. This is, that's one of the, the ones that hurts me the most to see him go. You know, I've been, cra- I've, I've been, a little classless and crapping on some of the uh, the guys who have who have gone who have big big names who've been picked, kind of questioning their character and saying, "Oh, I'm happy to see them go." I am not happy to see Dustin Poirier go. That is a man I was hoping either that I just that just wouldn't get picked, so he would you know um, revert back to my roster. We need guys like him around. That's a that's a great like ambassador for the PFL, not just an exciting fighter. Damn you, Jets! What I'm saying. Damn. I you. have see. I have one major issue with my own pick, and it's that. In so doing, I have handed Sean of what I think is a very obvious next pick for him. Yes. And in the eternal struggle of the PFL to supplant Showtime MMA as the number two organization in the world, I have really made it a lot more difficult on myself. Yes. So Sean, take the man that I I suspect you're going to take, and if not, I will I will gladly scoop him up if he falls to the fifth. Uh, I mean, I don't know if this gentleman's going to fall very far in the fifth if I don't take him right now. I have to take him right now. I I had at least two different soliloquies about this guy on yesterday's ranking show. Uh, He is someone who has sold me completely. I have the number one pound-for-pound fighter in the sport. I have the most exciting fighter in the sport. I have the biggest star in the sport. And now I have a man who is easily the number one featherweight in the entire sport. He wants to try out lightweight. We got some lightweights if you want to try out lightweight, my guy. Alexander Volkanovsky, the eternally disrespected Alexander Volkanovsky. Now I have my top two pound-for-pound fighters in the sport under my banner. I'm just saying, I got a lot of claims right now to having the best in certain divisions in Showtime MMA. That's great. And 13 people will watch. I thought you would take (laughs) Oh, no. We got got it. We're going to have him doing cooking shows. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, all there sorts you of go. Plans. Don't even worry. Excellent. Not not who I thought you were going to take. Great pick. I mean, when you're getting one of the top pound for pound fighters in the world deep in the fourth round, you're doing something okay. But well, he just, would have he would have fit the positionless fighting league very well. Also, yeah, exactly. Bit. Yeah, uh, the, it, it wouldn't he, have he been can a bad fight choice, Connor. But. He can fight Gaethje. I just I didn't want to double up on the Max thing because I'm I'm tired of watching them fight. They they they've done it enough. We move on. Give me fun more fun fights. AK, fourth round, you've taken Charles Oliveira, yeah. Kayla Hilson, Valentina Shevchenko. Who is the UFC either stealing or holding on to? Damn, well, I got to hold on to this guy because I kind of got lucky. I actually definitely assumed I he's in my top 10 on my board, which means I assumed he would have been taken. I would have had to uh, go a little bit lower, but no one's taken him. I have, like I said, uh, Charles Oliveira, the man uh, at the top of historically the deepest division in MMA. I have the number one pound-for-pound pound, uh, women's fighter in MMA. And then I have the now I want the guy who I think is number one in the current deepest division in MMA, a guy who's very comfortable with the media, uh, is a polarizing figure, and is now finally at last I think for the most part undisputed. Uh, Aljamain Sterling, give me the Funk Master, give me the Funk Master. I I was I was kind of hoping I could wait, but I have a feeling he would definitely go in the last round. So this is a this is a um, this is a pragmatic pick. 
and he could have gone in the last round. I, I was think there's an opportunity for the fifth round to just be full chaos. Absolutely, and I hope it is. But I will say, uh, Shaheen, I, I, I also, well, I think Shaheen would have had to take him at the end because Bellator's bantamweight division is so solid, and I think That's... throwing him in there with like Sergio Pettis and and Horiguchi and Mix and and all those guys who we just kind of have kind of flown up the rankings, uh, Rufian Stotts would be friggin' sick. So this is almost this is very much a defensive pick as well. AK, but I have, we, AK, I have, we have tolerated this slander. Several times on this podcast, Showtime will MMA. not tolerate anymore. Showtime MMA. Okay, look, I think it's a reasonable pick, a very un-Dana White pick, but you know, yeah. Dana would have taken Piotr Jan for sure. Just been like, yeah, you can have Aljo. Can you take him? Take him for free. I don't need him. Uh, but we're back. We're back. Final round, Mike. Last pick. This is the last one you get to make for Eagle FC. How are you? ending ending this draft for your promotion there's so many ways i can go with this there really is but i'm i'm in a weird position right now i can't look at my organization the way you guys look at yours you guys are one two three and four and we're the little engine that could now are we going to make some impact with these four other picks absolutely but now we got to give something we got to add a cherry on top of the sunday okay we got to add violence to this mix because we have great fighters. We have the biggest fight, the two biggest fights arguably you can make in combat sports ready to go. We have a guy who's going to be a massive star when he couldn't have been a star. We have just a delightful guy who is already, by the way, breaking news, he's replacing Henry Cejudo in the booth, uh, Brandon Moreno. So the he'll be able to pronounce the names just way better. Uh, but Cejudo will still be able to bounce around. But we have to get a guy who's just going to viciously to decimate everybody he fights and do it in incredible fashion to the point where the greatest website in the world will have to do Eagle FC 75 video. This man absolutely obliterates with a ferocious knockout. The guy might not be conscious even by Tuesday. Vicente Luque is joining the Eagle FC reigns uh, as just a middle card, just phenomenon. And we're just going to put him in there. We're going to pay him a ton of money. He's going to be our champion. And he's going to knock out the Kevin Lees of the world. He's going to fight at 175. He doesn't have to cut to 170. We're going to build a division around him. And we're just going to let him violently just boost our ratings. So Vicente Luque, welcome to the team. You don't have to fight the Bilal Muhammads of the world anymore. You're not going to get taken down five times. You're going to get in there with a bunch of scrappers. And you're going to look like a madman. So welcome to the team, my man. Look, I love it. I had Luke on my big board. I will note, you, you're the only person who's taken two people coming off losses. So uh, I love this is a scrappy mentality for Eagle FC, you know. And Gaethje will be soon. Three. You've taken three people coming off losses. Oh, Moreno. Yeah. Oh, Moreno. I didn't even. Moreno I, didn't lose that fight. Yeah. So it's okay. And, and plus, and, John and, Jones probably <laughs> lost his last fight as well. So. Interesting strategy. Listen, but this is a, this done. is the impact year, okay? Next year we're drafting for life, but this is the impact year. We're making an impact. Also, I do yeah. like the concept of Vicente Luque being taken to quote boost the ratings, as if that has ever happened in the history of Vicente <laughs> Luque. Yeah. I love the guy, but that's not what he does. Right, but he's not gonna guy. he's he's not gonna fight Bilal Muhammad. He's gonna fight dudes who are he's gonna absolutely eviscerate with his hands and feet. He's just going to violently knock guys out and he's going to be the champion and we can build that in a big way. No one's going to care about I mean it's it's going to it's a beautiful thing. No, trust me. You're right. Trust me. Vicente the next 5 Luque, years is going to be Luke versus time. Diego Sanchez is going to be can't miss TV. Yes. Um, I'm really excited for it. 
Trust I can me. lend you. I can lend you Wonder Boy if you want that rematch, Mike. Do you want it's the okay. Wonder Boy rematch? I'll, I'll I'll lend you that. We can work out a trade. No, we're not um, going to get that. No, we don't want to see that. Oh no, no, no. Vicente's going to be a oh. minus seventeen thousand favorite against everybody he fights. <laughs> That's called good promotion, Damon. Your final uh, pick with one FC. Where are we going? Uh, once again, I'm going for the international flavor. A guy I know who trains in Thailand regularly, and uh, there are some. Not maybe on this particular call, but some who would still call him the best in the world. But I think the potential is there for a lot of growth and uh, a lot of crossover and a lot of uh, star building for his potential uh, in the move in the forward. So I'm going my final pick in the fifth round. I'm going with former UFC interim bantamweight champion Peter Yan as my final pick. He was also just the former bantamweight champion as well. <laughs> Yes, that's true. He was. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. They've changed that title so many times in the last like two years. I forget who actually was a champion, interim champion, whatever. I love that pick because I think that's who Sean, if he wasn't going to, it's who Sean should have taken with Showtime MMA's final pick for all the reasons AK earlier noted. Uh, I find myself with the opportunity to take the man I thought Sean would take last round. I think well, we I'm all going know. To. We don't know who. I think we all know who this is, don't we? I no. This is this might be my biggest off the board pick, but what? I feel great about it. I know who it is. I have built a lot of time to build positionless MMA, but sometimes, sometimes you just need the big boys swanging and banging, doing the damn thing. And we at PFL, we have a heavyweight division, and it needs a little bit of sprucing up because, God love him, but you know. Bruno Capeloza not is not putting fans in the seats. Fine, fine. You can have Ryan Bader. Jeez. <laughs> oh, damn it. Chase damn. Sherman. No, no, no. Because there is one man who fills out arenas, who gets the crowd singing, chanting his name, and he is the guy who's going to take PFL International. We usually host our events in Florida. We're going to be hosting them in London from now on for the one, the only... Tommy Espinall, Tommy Espinall, na 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 na. Give me the heavyweight. Let's go, baby. It's a good pick. It's I, a good pick. I, it's a good pick. I, I, it's gonna be great. We're gonna have a lot of fun with him. And then Sean, if you don't take this guy now, I don't know what I. I, I just have everything read wrong. Wait, I'm gonna say it so much with your team. I'm gonna say this. I don't think this is who Shaheen's picking. Um, was there no thought to Patty Pimblett, Jed? No, not at all. No, zero? That's zero. That's actually, I thought I he's going to get run over in the first regular season fight he's in. So, yeah. Free pick. Pick, good. free pick for me. He is free a free pick, pick, for, pick for you. Oh, man. Okay. So, I have two options that I can go here. But I think I, I'm, I'm kind of headed towards the chaos route. Because Ooh, if we're being honest, Showtime MMA, like new era. We got all this excitement in. We got the best fighter in the world. We got the most exciting fighter in the world. We got the biggest star in the world. We got the 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 best featherweight in the world. We need someone to put it all together. We need a figurehead. We need someone who's going to propel this engine into the new generation. And also, I wouldn't mind crippling AK something fierce right now. Uh, give me, for my last pick, 52-year-old Dana White. He's off. He's mine. He's mine. <laughs> so, AK, that means you could draft the actual tandem of John McCarthy and Josh Thompson if you want. That's one pick? That's one pick. Yeah, I mean. They're going to be released, so you probably shouldn't spend a pick on them. <laughs> Generosity. Yeah. So oh. I'm going full chaos hammer. Love that. 
Sean Sean's probably going to sign Tito, make that fight happen. 20 years say. after the fact. I got Dana. I got the, the illusion of respect now. I have all these bests in the world. I have Dana at the front. I'm going to fool people into thinking I'm the UFC. Love it. Okay, this this train is all the way off the tracks. Dana White, the fighter, uh, promoter, has been taken to join. The new face of Showtime the, MMA, baby. The new Let's face go. of Showtime MMA. I kind of feel like maybe you just did that to AK because AK has been repeatedly calling you Bellator the whole time. Feels a little <laughs> personal, but AK, it is now on you, my man. You can you can get him back. If you want to take Scotty Cokes, you can take <laughs> Scotty Cokes Right now, the world is your oyster. The Can final I... pick of the 2022 MMA Fantasy Draft. UFC, you're on the clock. D- Damon, did you want to say something? I was, uh, can I ask one real quick question of Showtime MMA real quick? I'm sorry. I just have to ask one question. By by getting Dana White, did you fire Steven Espinosa? Because I feel like that's a whole other dynamic. Like, is that to fight your booking? or like? I mean, we are up for all kinds of white ex espinoza shenanigans however we want to do this again we could set up obstacle courses we could set up eating contests i'm just here for fun and those two dudes hate each other and so let's see how it works out i would pay i would pay so much money to watch dana white run an obstacle course i cannot stress to you the amount of my dollars that i would give you to watch dana white just do a ninja warrior course what's dana's actual role with showtime mma mouthpiece front-facing sort of the guy that you're going to see at the press conferences. Really, we're taking him away from AK. Like, he's, like, he, he's, he's, like, not, he's, like, he's like Drake with the Raptors. Yeah, he can, Colum- he can kind of do whatever that. he wants as long as he's associated with Showtime MMA and no longer associated with UFC. Really, all we're trying to do is we're trying to trick people into thinking that we're the UFC. And so then they're going to come watch our stuff. That's it. Does he have Over, any decision-making power? Not over me. I mean, I'm okay. Obviously. So he can't he can't change Showtime MMA back to Bellator if he wanted. To. <laughs> oh, absolutely Should. not. Okay, that is out Should. of the question. That's all I needed to know. I, I was gonna say you mentioned like him. You're all about fun. I'm like Dana White's like the least fun person I know. But but he would vol- <laughs> But he would volunteer to do like the obstacle course. Like you know he does like the, the looking for a fight stuff. He does. If there's a camera and if there's like money involved and he's getting paid to do it, he, I think there is sort of a part of him that is like into that wacky. I think he. I, I'm pretty sure he. I'm sure he enjoyed the, uh, you know, the reality show aspect of the first like two seasons of the Ultimate Fighter and stuff. So, I don't oh, know. Man, are we bringing back Fight Master for Showtime MMA? Ooh. Fight Master you should Fox, draft Fight please. Master, AK. Draft <laughs> Fight Master. Like the, the, the rights to Fight Master. <laughs> you get all the reality shows, but AK, Sean gets AK, Epic Friday. AK is really, really. I know. Listen, I don't want to spoil it. I'm going to spoil it. I'm going to spoil it right now because I know your pick, AK. I'm going to mm-hmm. spoil your pick. You're really going to screw over Showtime MMA because you're going to draft <laughs> Josh Thompson, aren't you? That's what you're doing right now. You're drafting Josh you Thompson. You get the whole yes. duo. The whole duo should be one. They're worth one I mean, person. I really feel like him and him and uh, Rogan. Are, like I mean, I, I, that's the, are my new two man team. I think if I get Thompson and. Um... Okay, AK. What? Close us out here because we've got to wrap this. We've gone far too long already. Yeah. Where Where are you ending the 2022 MMA fantasy draft? Well, you guys are disappointed because I'm I'm I'm. Uh, we should have ended with Shaheen if we wanted to end like the craziest note possible. I, Dana White would have been a great capper, but I am going to go with a name that we've almost sort of. I feel like some of us have hinted at, and it's not a sexy pick, but I actually I need it. I, I don't know if you guys noticed. I've I've taken a very practical approach to re- kind of rebuilding or preserving this UFC roster. My middleweight division is taking a big hit. Izzy's gone. 
Light heavyweight Yuri Prohaska could be the light heavyweight champion soon. I've just lost him. Okay, I would like to remind you that anyone that isn't drafted that is uh-huh. under UFC contract yep. reverts to you. Okay. Oh yeah, that's what's great. Is 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 I is I is, I, this is, is a I'm, hunting I, pick. I, I at least have Glover. Like if Glover, you know, beats uh, Yuri, I at least I, then I have that champion still. So that's great. You know, I still have I still have some big names. That's why I want to kind of have someone for both my middleweight and light heavyweight division. And I want to take someone, I think, from a promotion that hasn't had anyone stolen from them yet. And I'm happy to take this man. I, Jed, I'm disappointed you did not give this man a home. Give me the two division champ, Ryder to Ritter. Wow. It's coming home. Undefeated, two division champion. Again, I've lost both my champions. Addison is gone. Oh, I haven't lost Glover to Sure, excuse me. But one of my big guns, a light heavyweight. Uh, uh, Yuri Prohashka. So I'd love to have a guy who could fill both those roles. Love to take uh, someone away from Damon. That's fun. Uh, and and I, I wish I could say I'm taking it away from Jed, but I bet Jed's actually happy that uh, that RDR is, is getting the love and respect he deserves and uh, finally the spotlight of uh, the yeah. That man's going to be the future champion. I think it's a great oh, pick. You've, he might you've be. Might... for the future. Oh, yeah, I had to. The way in the world. <laughs> oh, I, well, I agree. <laughs> I was absolutely terrified you were coming for my precious moose. <laughs> that would have been like personal, like for me, obviously I love Musasi for personally, but I had to think of age and things like that. But yeah, I mean, obviously that was definitely a factor. He's on my list. He's in my top 25. I thought, I thought maybe you might, you might give the fans the fight we want and you would just take Chris Cyborg. And it was triple threat. Match. You know, Dana White's no longer with the company because Sean has taken him from you. So Chris Cyborg you can make the Kayla fight right there, and you're, you're back in business. Well, we should note that we didn't say that anyone who wasn't drafted, like everyone who's drafted, who isn't drafted, excuse me, reverse back to their company, they're not necessarily locked in for the next five or ten years, right? So no, I yeah, still feel like they're that. They're same contracts. So and Dana White's gone. Have... Dana White is, if anything, she's going to leave now because Shaheen took Dana White, her nemesis, and she's going to come back to the new UFC. So thank you, Shaheen, essentially handing me Cyborg. Hey. I'm, that's a risk I'm, I'm willing to take. I'm surprised you didn't draft Ronda Rousey and try to throw her in there with Kayla Harrison. Like, just throw that in there and just you know, bring her out of retirement. And listen, that's an undrafted free agent negotiation that we're looking into. Um, I mean, her so. her rights still probably belong to you. I guess so. so. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair, to be fair, stylistically, we know that Deritter is a is a full on nasty grappler. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically, he would be a tough matchup. For Israel, my new middleweight champion, Israel Adesanya. So, yeah, in that regard, you may have actually done me a favor. Or we work on some co- some, co- some co- promo. Guess what? The new UFC. It's open to it. I feel like the new UFC is like the second coming of ECW, where it's going to be on the sci-fi <laughs> network, and then it's just going to fizzle okay. out in two years. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh, shot thrown, man. <laughs> but I'm still mad about the Shevchenko pick, AK, and that's why Over you're getting that straight. Over so the course happy. of an hour and a half, AK, you have systematically destroyed the UFC. <laughs> and you have to destroy things sometimes to rebuild them and make them better. <laughs> that, was, that was AK's plan all along, to just burn the UFC down. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs the Ali Act? You could just throw AK's <laughs> into the driver's seat, and we suddenly have parody overnight. It's brilliant. Well, gentlemen, I appreciate you all joining me on this ride. A recap of our teams, uh, and then we'll, we'll close this down. Eagle FC, the man, Mike Heck, has taken Francis Ngannou, John Jones, AJ McKee, Brandon Moreno, and Vicente Luque. Started strong, Mike. I'm not sure how everyone's going to react to to your closeout picks, but we'll, we'll find out. 1FC, David Martin has taken Israel Adesanya, Yuri Prohashka, Islam Makachev, Rose Namajunas, and Piotr Jan. 
strong. Damon, That's I strong. I love your squad. You've got a lot of a <laughs> lot of young champion material right there. A lot to build to the future, and a billion people worldwide are going to watch those fighters and fall in love with them. Myself with the PFL, I've taken Ham. I went full star power. <laughs> Hamza Shmaev, Max Holloway, Jorge Masvidal, Dustin Poirier, and Tommy Espinal. Tommy Espinal. Na 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 na. Sean with. I almost said Bellator. I'm sorry. <laughs> I almost did it. Showtime I appreciate MMA. you. I appreciate you catching it. Showtime MMA has gone all champions. Kamar Usman, Justin Gaethje, Conor McGregor, Alexander Volkanovsky, and the wild card pick of Dana White. Let's and go. AK burning the UFC to the ground <laughs> with Charles Oliveira, <laughs> Kayla Harrison, Valentina Shevchenko, Aljamain Sterling, and my guy, RDR, Renee Ritter. Uh, we are, we're going to have a, an article posting on the website, uh, MMAfighting.com, best website in the world, uh, where we will also discuss some of this and there will be polls involved and you can all weigh in to let us know who you think has, has set their promotion up for success. But before we get out, any last words, fellas, any final thoughts on this experience, your team? Others teams, AK burning it all to the ground. Let me. I'll, I'll go first since I picked last, and, and I have. I mean, I, I had the coverage of the biggest advantage having the UFC. I just want to remind people, I I still have all the people that weren't drafted. Again, maybe not forever, but at least in the immediate future. Uh, uh, Juliana Pena, Amanda Nunes, two people. Nate Diaz. You still they, have Nate Diaz. I like they, that you started with Juliana Pena. I was just looking. At <laughs> also, that. Yeah. I have a thing. I have a roster thing up here. <laughs> I mean, she's a bantamweight champion. We didn't. She hasn't even. I don't even think we mentioned her. Uh, <sighs> Davidson Figueredo, the actual UFC flyweight champion, is still on my roster. So, so I had a big advantage going in. Uh, uh, I'm, just, I'm going up the rosters here. TJ Dillashaw, Jose Aldo, people love, Brian Ortega, Yair yeah, Rodriguez. Anyway, I go on forever. My roster's still huge. It's still stacked again. I had that advantage that when we only have, you know, we're only doing five picks each. So maybe my my sort of starting core there isn't lighting people's, you know, hairs on fire. But uh, but I hope you'll look at that core. Plus, I mean, the plethora of talent that's that uh, has already been signed by uh, by former, you know, by all the executives and former now Showtime MMA global ambassador. <laughs> You still, you still got the brand and the contenders. Well, he can't be the brand. I mean, since, he, he's since got we're... the brand, but he also lost seemingly 75% of his champions. <laughs> well, he got Renier de Ritter. Stars and his head promoter. He <laughs> got wasn't... Renier de Ritter. That's While a cool thing. people. You added I would, uh, I would like to take this opportunity to announce uh, our first event here at One Championship. <laughs> since now that I'm in control, I want to let you know that we are going to be holding an event, first of its kind. On the International Space Station, now that we've teamed up with Amazon, <laughs> oh wow! We're gonna, take Blue or- we're gonna take Blue Origin up in space, and our That's and great. our first main event, our first main event is gonna be Israel Adesanya uh, taking on Sexy Yama. So that's our wow. first main event. We're going to throw it right into the fire on day one in space. Thank you, Jeff I, Bezos. I got to say, I'm not confident that, like, Islam Makachev is the best zero-gravity fighter in the world. I feel that's like why not the, that's why it's not on the first card. Effort. That's why it's not on the first card. We're throwing we're just gonna go we're gonna go stylebender sexy yama. That's how we're gonna get people to watch. Look, I'll tune in for any sexy yama. You know this. Uh, <laughs> Mike on final, space station. Get, send the people out with a with a promo for, for what you're building with Eagle FC. First of all, some of you non hardcores out there are gonna judge my last pick of Vicente Luque. But see, 
Now you realize after watching UFC 268, you need to start each fight card, each main card with a with a moment, with a banger, with with potential violence. And you're going to get that with Vicente Luque. So that's just a value pick. Am I picking Vicente Luque because I think he's going to be the greatest welterweight of all time? Absolutely not. He is there as a showcase piece to set the table for the rest of the show. Secondly, my roster eats all of your rosters. Absolutely eats them. I just need Francis and John Jones. The other three could just take a rest and they're whooping all your roster's asses. And next year, I cannot wait to see the roles reversed when the success of my promotion leads me to having the fifth pick while AK's UFC 2.0 gets the first pick in the draft next year. So I can't wait to see how this thing comes full circle in 2023. Hot fire. Love it. Uh, I'm ex- I'm just excited for 2023 to see how Sean O'Malley responds to being an undrafted free agent. You know? <laughs> so, I was going to say, let, let me say a few names that I'm surprised that didn't get drafted. Nate Diaz, easily number one. I can't believe no one took Nate. Uh, he's, just, he's so difficult to work with, you know? Is he? Is he? If you're not the well, UFC... I couldn't get him to fight three yeah. times in a year. PFL is no chance. Well, you picked you picked Dana White after I made my last pick, so that screwed everything. That that opened the door to a lot of potential people that weren't wouldn't be available otherwise. Um, also, surprise: Sean O'Malley's didn't get taken. Yair Rodriguez, Taito Ivasa, like Robert Whitaker, Patty Pimblett, Colby. A lot of names out there still on this board uh, that are basically all reverting back to AK. But I will say very quickly. Uh, Showtime MMA. We here at Showtime MMA, we came into this draft with a very specific purpose. This is the new era. This is a rebrand. This is a refresh. Everything's brand new. Everything you thought you knew about Bellator is no longer. This is the new Showtime MMA era, and I think we have done that. We have succeeded in our mission. We are a legitimate promotion here with the best fighter in the world, the most exciting fighter in the the world, the biggest star in the world, the best featherweight in the world, and the number one promoter in the sport. I mean, come on. What are we doing here? Also, you're reverting, you're keeping Corey Anderson. So, you know, potentially the best 205 in the world. I'm just saying. Look, we're stacked. Can I, can I ask you this, Sean? Since, I mean, you've, you've had a tremendous draft, I must say. But are you going to be working on putting together Kamar Usman versus Canelo? Will you allow that to happen? We will allow it to happen organically. If Canelo wants it to happen, then we will work towards it. If Canelo obviously doesn't seem to want it to happen, because why would he? Then maybe, you know, we'll nudge Camaro into some other fights. There's a Justin Gaethje sitting around. There's, you know, some other stuff. There's a Conor McGregor. You want to smash on Conor? Let's do it. I don't care. Was that, was that, yeah, your, uh, you can... wait, was that your Scott Coker impression? That's a very Cokery uh, response. For my <laughs> own, impressive. For my own... For my own visual, like just from my head, listen, I know we're competitors, but you know, technically, you know, listen, we're you know, we're all we're all friends at the end of the day. Is there any chance I could coach you into a matchup between Kamar Usman and Michael Venom Page? Could I see that fight? Is that possible? There's a sick it's, twist. It's in done. Me. It's done. Okay. The checks are signed, Damon. Just for you. I wanna see it. I wanna see it. You all know why I want to see why I wanna see it. You all know you all know why I wanna see it, but I won't tell the world why I wanna see it. But you all know why I wanna see that fight. If you, you listen to our see, ranking show you see MVP <laughs> get smashed. I understand. I will give you what you want. If you listen to our ranking show, you know how I feel about that. Showtime and May, just an organization of the people. All right, y'all. We have spent far too much time on this. Uh it has been incredibly fun. Again, listeners, tune in. Uh vote give it to pfl we are the org- company of the future we have the smart cage 
And for now, until Max Holloway blows it up. That's right. Max <laughs> also, next year, I'm drafting the Smart Cage. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you had taken the Smart Cage, I would have been so, so mad. I'm shocked you guys didn't draft the billions upon billions of potential fans for me. I, I don't, I, <laughs> at, at least the trademark for it, to say it. Like, it's definitely a trademark phrase, and like we are not allowed to say it. You're the only person that can say it. It just, I felt like that was against the spirit of the competition. Then we're just <laughs> buying a fan base, basically. And that, that's not what you want to do. All right, we've spent far too much time on this. I love you all. It has been Mike Heck, Hank Haley, David Martin, Sean Alshadi, and your boy, Jed Mishu. Good night, everybody. Happy birthday, AK. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs>